Another live episode of House of Nago. I'm your hostess with the mostest here. And I'm in very good spirits. Not just because it's Friday. We're alive and healthy and strong. And I hope that everyone listening to this is also feeling healthy and strong. And even if you're not, I'm sending you those positive vibes of healing and restoration for you and your family. So let's just delve right into it, okay? Yes, there's a pandemic going on. The royals have got it. Bojo in England has got it. All these celebrities. I was watching Tim Black. Shout out to the Tim Black Wolf Pack. Hey, Tim, you need a song because there's a lot of rhyming up in there. Call me. Let me know. I can hook you up. But anyway, uh, on Tim Black's show, he was focusing on a hip-hop artist called Scarface from back in the day. If you really know about hip-hop, you know about Ghetto Boys. Scarface is of that group. And he was interviewed on another podcaster's platform. The name escapes me. My apologies. But nonetheless, if you want to see the clip, just go to Google and type in Scarface Corona and you'll see it, I'm sure. But he was reporting from his bed and just horrible. He says he has it and he wanted to dispel myths to people who were thinking that it's fake and that you know, there's been a lot of rumors going on. There was a rumor right in the beginning before it hit hard in the U.S. There, there was, it, I saw someone on Instagram who lives in, a businesswoman that lives in Houston who was going to have an event in New York. And she's like, I'm going to do the event anyway because we're not going to get the Rona. We can't. Our melanin protects us. That was a belief that was going on and that has not proven to be true so anyway there's a lot of confusion (laughs) clearly a lot of confusion a lot of fear but on this show we talk about the issues but take it in perspective this isn't about panic mode This is about being aware and being conscious and then deciding what it is that you're not comfortable with, what you want to change, what you want to achieve, and figure out a collective way so that we can achieve that. At least that's where my mindset is at. We focus on the things that we want to see the positive changes that we want to see within our society and not just within a United States or a New York City context, but really around the world. And in these times, it's hard or people perceive it as being hard to try and focus on that when you are being constantly fed a very healthy diet of fear, 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 fear and consumption. But I feel like a lot of fear is false, and there's actually an acronym for fear that stands for false evidence appearing real. And it truly is important to look at it that way, because once you do, you can demystify whatever it is you're afraid of and demolish that so that you can conquer it, vanquish fear. Dwight Trude on The Office once said. So I urge you to um, 
vanquish fear in ways of educating yourself and not relying on other people's opinions, not even the opinions you hear on House of Nako. You can go and I usually, usually, I'm not going to talk about something unless I've had a chance to at least read it through and get some type of understanding about it. And if not, then I'm telling you, okay, this is my just very initial thoughts and reactions without having researched it. I usually preface it with that type of thing. Haven't looked at it yet, but it looks like from here, and I've been totally wrong on some things because I haven't taken the time to look at it from all different angles, but it's up to you, the hearer or the listener, to take in if it makes sense or even if it doesn't make sense, if it sits with you in some way instead of going to Twitter and trying to think of 140 character ways to be snippy and snide to someone that you don't agree with, why don't you investigate what they're talking about? Don't have to spend hours or write a PhD dissertation on it, but just check it out. You might learn something different. You might, if you take a minute to just open your third eye and you access other parts of your brain. Nobody's telling you to abandon your principles if you really want to stand firm with something. But you have to ask yourself why you get so angry if somebody has an opinion that is different from you. I mean, you just have to know that we all can't think in the same way, obviously, but we have to have a a collective agreement that we have to make things balanced so that we can achieve in this country life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the reason why I make it in this country context, A, I'm a citizen of this country and this is the perspective that I know the most. And when I use life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, I can't put that in another country because that's not their constitution that's not their doctrine you know what i'm saying no xenophobia up in here so no fear y'all no fear as long as you keep informed make the right decisions and then organize and we've got to restructure things because at this point things are cray cray and let's get into the I don't even want to make this whole thing about the Rona, but that stimulus bill, the two trillion, zillion, gazillion, million, whatever amount of money they just generated up. Again, I have not taken the time to read the stimulus bill, but I'm going to skim through it. I have many more important things to do than to really get into the nitty gritty of the bill. But I'm trusting some of my independent journalists who are very much into what comes out of the Senate (laughs) and they've analyzed it and everyone categorically says that the people get screwed and the corporations are the ones running away with the gems of this bill and the one-time means-tested Yes, means-tested people, they're probably like, does it mean it's mean? No, it means like how, how, how much you really need this 1200 You got to tell us, prove it, go and fill out the forms. We're going to analyze it, then get back to you, then send you something if you miss a question on the form and it'll go through the red tape of the federal bureaucracy. And who knows when you're going to get that 1200 one-time payment. Man. That right there, I don't need to even know the intricacies of this bill just to know that it's a one-time payment and then to know that so much money was given to all of these businesses, big businesses and banks, places that don't need it. And they've gone publicly on record saying, we don't need this money. Like we have so much money, 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 money. They have so much of it and they're just shelling it out and shafting the people that support and make 
America the greatest nation that ever was the richest country. That comes from not just the top 10 of 1% being so genius that they make up everything. It is all of us together. And we, the 99, make it possible for this 1% to live the way that they have been living. And they are so threatened by us coming together and saying, you know what? We realize our worth. We realize what you're trying to do with trying to divide us and keep us distracted and, you know, the Rona and all the stuff that comes with it. But no, at the end of it, people, I believe, there will be people who always have the wool over their eyes. They'll always see life with the rose-colored glasses. They'll always do what their grandmamas, sisters, fathers, cousins, mothers, child tells them to do. And they're going to do it. Like, those people aside, I'm talking about the people who the critical thinkers out there and there are some there are many blind sheep but there are those people who are like no wait a minute that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense for this company to get all these millions and billions and trillions and zillions while we get nothing like what's up with that no you know and then that's where it boils and i'm telling you regard grassroots movements can happen online (laughs) And that's why it's important when in Congress they're trying to pass laws, this net neutrality thing. We need to wake up and pay attention to that and not be distracted with all this other like, I don't like you and you don't like me and you're black and you're white. All that stuff is BS when they're trying to pass this stuff so that we don't have our internet access on a global scale, if y'all didn't know, is like at the bottom. Like most things. <laughs> like most things. But yeah, other countries in Europe and probably South Korea have super fast internet and they're paying a fraction of what we pay. We're starting to realize that like in America, you become so centered and so focused on you. You forget. You don't know about other parts of the world unless you've traveled there. And then sometimes when people travel, it's not to know the country and the culture and the history it's for you know vacation you're there to chill you're there to unwind you're not there to like learn about a sub- subcultures you're not there to see the class disparities and what's going on internally in a country so really i feel like this pandemic has allowed some walls that have been created by you know, whatever, to come down and people are starting to connect cross-culturally and cross-ethnicity. And so that type of coalition building is great to see. And there are a lot of more positive things, but things that we need to be aware of is you need to know that familiarize yourself with what the stimulus how it how it breaks down to you or us the 99% and if you're cool with that then be cool with it but if it bothers you that once again big banks and billion dollar companies are getting bailed out essentially again and when hospitals are getting their Medicaid cut (laughs) by governors who are being propped up to be presidential nominees. Yes, I'm getting to that in just a second. You want to stay tuned for the next time. It is very linked, just like everything. We are all connected. So everything (laughs) that I'm talking about today is connected in some way. So stay tuned for this bombshell. I'm about to drop. Well, it's not exactly a bombshell. This is something that I said last week. Not, and I'm not like, yay, I'm right, because this is ridiculous. But I said some at some point last week that Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, is getting way too much 
attention in the corporate news media. He's being propped up on social media when he's giving these daily briefings in which he is emoting empathy and civility and care and kindness in the words that he's saying, the speech, which has people comforted and on he's giving daily briefings and Trump is giving daily briefings and Bernie is doing live uh, casts uh, from YouTube every other day, it seems like. So these are the three main people besides lo- governors and other local officials, you know, like de Blasio does his thing from time to time, but it's these three people. And because Joe Biden has been, and that's the next segment, we're going to talk about Biden, why he's hiding, and all of that, but stay tuned for that. Getting back to Governor Andrew Cuomo, and I feel like anybody in the world can have an opinion, but because this show is centered in New York City, because... There is a long history, many, many years, of watching New York and the changes. Now, I'm not talking about way, way back in the day now. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I'm still, as our awesome Lyft driver put it, from the G-Wave, <laughs> meaning I can't remember New York when it was scary and people didn't want to come here. So basically you're not a real New Yorker, but you know what? In my heart I am. Okay. I feel like if you are here for more than what, 10, 12 years, you've been rocking in this city. I think you can call yourself a New Yorker, but I get where he's coming from. Anyway, I digress back to the governor. So I feel like I have from living in this city, especially can have an opinion on what I have seen in the improvements in the city, what I've seen specifically in this governor. And while I do understand how, when you're watching 45, give a press conference and then the complete antithesis comes on because you're not watching Bernie. So when Cuomo comes on and you see, uh, well, when I say you're not watching Bernie, I'm saying the mainstream is not promoting, oh, Bernie's giving a cast. Let's like, it's coming in from YouTube, but on CNN, we're going to play it live for you. They're not doing that. So if you're wrapped up in the corporate media news narrative, then you're not paying. You didn't know Bernie was doing a um, forum on the virus and that he was actually giving a plan that would I mean it's not going to revolutionize when he says the word revolution it's so interesting I mean in a sense that it is but Bernie Sanders isn't even what the DSA the Democratic Socialists of America they don't even consider Sanders to be a Democratic Socialist what they call him is a social Democrat and many uh, political analysts who understand socialism would say the same thing that he's actually a moderate there's really nothing radical that he is trying to put forth but because it what the initiatives that he's trying to put forth are going to disrupt the status quo disrupt what they are used to, the establishment and the donor class. That's why they want anyone but Bernie. So because Boodagoogagoogagoog and Harris and Cory Booker and all these other jokers that they had up there could not, Warren, all of them, Gillibrand, remember them? There was like 25 of them in the beginning. None of them. It was like throwing that wet pasta up to the wall none of it could stick and then joe was like the the dregs at the end that they (laughs) tried to piece something together and now with joe's apparent cognitive decline there's no we a couple weeks ago people were prefacing that by saying well i'm not a medical professional so i can't say It doesn't matter anymore. There is the medical professional analysis is out of it. Like we just watched Homeboy on CNN the other day where he was like, 
He just like gave up in the middle of the thing. He literally was like, oh, forget it. Forget what I was saying. No joke, no lie. Like, and the anchor was like, oh, that's okay, Grandpa Joe. Did you forget what you were saying? You can have another chance at saying it. And, and he he said, I, I better not. I better not. Like, it's like, it was sad. It was sad to watch. It was like, wow, he really just straight, straight up just was like, forget, forget what I was saying. And he also said his response was stupid. It was stupid. Let me stop. Like, it was just sad. I was like, you're on TV calling yourself stupid and it not making any sense. It's just sad. At this point, how you can have a loving family and staff around you that are actually watching this and like pushing you on to do this. Yikes. This is House of So because that seems to be falling apart, in addition to new allegations that have come out against Joe Biden, not just for hair sniffing, not just for touching inappropriately, which is horrible in itself. There is a two minute clip of just like 600 times of Joe Biden, like sniffing, touching, pulling on, just doing inappropriate things, using the photo opportunity, which I have talked about many times, is a way that people in positions of power use to sexually harass, sexually assault in a way. If you try to push your body up close to somebody so that you feel their saggy member through their polyester suit, or I don't care if it's an Italian suit, it's disgusting. And why are you using a picture to do that with children? You can go and see it for yourselves, y'all. So because that was an issue and there's been several women, now I believe the count is eight, who have made complaints about his inappropriate touching, harassment, and now the latest is an actual assault allegation, which is very serious. Mainstream media is not talking about it. We will dive into it a little bit here because I believe it's important for every independent outlet to give this some type of traction so that the more people hear about it, But it's definitely taking over social media. And at this point, mainstream media won't, can't ignore it. There will be a a time where if it gets this much traction and people keep talking about it online and sharing YouTube clips, I believe they'll have no choice. But we'll have to wait and see on that. But it looks like Biden is crumbling. A lot of people were floating, uh scenarios that HRC is going to come up and be the VP or they're just going to take Biden out. This is when Biden didn't show up for a week at plus and the hashtag where's Biden hiding was trending. So then they had to prop him up and do something, throw some makeup on him and throw him in front of a camera and to prove that he's out there doing a job and it didn't work. So because of that, even before that, I saw that Cuomo coming out there and acting like he's so benevolent and that he's progressive and he's for the people and I'm not going to let your granite die here in New York. We are together, blah, blah, blah. People online, particularly on Twitter, were tweeting out that he was presidential, not just that he was doing a good job. I saw a lot of people like, oh, he makes me feel so safe. And It's just because you are seeing, like I said, the opposite in Trump, who comes off as aggressive and nonchalant and who, I mean, rightfully so, has been critiqued for handling this thing, this thing, this pandemic, not as seriously as he should have in the time frame that he should have when it became uh, aware to the administration, which was every account that I read says intelligence gave this information to the White House in January of this year. So, yes, so he's getting a lot of criticism. So I can see why optics-wise 
it looks like Cuomo is awesome and he's presidential. But let me tell y'all something, okay? God is trying to tell you something. Yes, and what God is telling. No, I'm just kidding. But no, what I am trying to tell you is, is that it is not so. It is just word salad, which has become so popular this this time around. This election has brought about the term word salad, and that's exactly what Cuomo is spewing out there. Word salad and bad political theater. Big ups to Mike Gravel, who coined that phrase. And that's what it is. Bad acting, because he's not good at it. Acting like, oh, that he actually cares about the loss of life. When effective April 1st, y'all, you heard that, April 1st, 2020, $400 million in cuts to hospitals in New York, to cuts to Medicaid in New York in the middle of a pandemic. He is the governor just because these things were decided in January, obviously things have changed now. So you could think that something could be done to reverse that. Something. He he can't, you know, be like, nah, what? Who? I mean, you don't have to wait for the federal government. to. You, they don't have jurisdiction over you like that. So why is it that you're sitting begging the federal government for ventilators and you're begging and you're... you're Rihanna has to dig into her savage Fenty empire to give money to New York and all these other people are giving and donating. Christian Seriano, he just barely started making money. He was a starving fashion designer just a couple years ago. So he's now donating his labor and staff to make masks and Apple and all these people who I don't even know why they have masks like that. What else do you have on reserve, Mark? Up in your facebook loft silicon valley bunker what's up with that but anyway oh and speaking of mark zuckerberg i read that him and his wife and uh the gateses of course are making some like coronavirus foundation whenever these people make foundations yeah gotta look at it with special eyes special eyes because on the surface that sounds nice but mm. Something, something, something shady going on with that. But anyway, I digress. So back to this fool Cuomo. I could talk about him for a while because like I said, I have, I have lived it. I see it so I can talk about it. I actually heard on Tim Black's show, he has a call in section and a New York City resident called in and she was... (laughs) so livid when she was calling in to talk about like her disgust and disappointment with the quote unquote leadership from this governor and how it has affected New York negatively not positively and I was reading in Tim Black's comments on that YouTube clip and there were mad people from New York agreeing like yes this is how it is like what you're seeing now is some fake stuff and that's exactly so don't fall for that fakeness He is just trying to pander to this pandemic and to you all and to pull your heartstrings and it's working. And I I just thought last week, like it was just a little much and then taking it that far to say like, oh, it's presidential. It was too many tweets that came out like that. I was like, "Mm, this looks like to me, they are trying to prop this man up because they know that Biden can't even handle it anymore. Who do they have left? Hillary, that whole scenario. I know she'd wish to have one more try. I cannot see them putting her in again. It just will not work. Like Hillary, you just have to really just bite the bullet and just accept it. It will not happen. Okay? In your dreams. In your dreams, girl. That's where you can be president. But not here on this earth with us. Is that going to be a reality? And they don't want Bernie Sanders because he's going to disrupt their money. My money. My life. My money. My millions. My billions. So now they're trying to prop up this fake, phony horrible, entitled, petulant 
governor. Yes, I see him as being petulant because especially in the way he debated Cynthia Nixon, he was coming off like entitled. It was like he didn't have the time to be there. I think that was out of fear because he knows this woman is way smarter and sharper than him and more articulate and poised. And so that's why he came with all these insults and talk, trying to bring up Sarah Jessica Parker up in it. Like, please. It was pathetic. And we know that you used your voter suppression tactics to try and dismantle that whole thing so that you could be in power again. You probably learned from your father's playbook. I thought people were sick of this di- these dynasty families, like the Clintons, the Rockefellers, the Fitzgeralds. The, like, no. <laughs> like, we're the Waltons. Like, we're done with these dynasty families that are trying to be American royalty. And I see Andrew and his little brother, Fredo, in the same category being like Johnny Johnny what am I going to do Johnny he's like don't worry Andrew you will take my steps and he's like oh Johnny and Chris is like and I want to be in politics too okay (laughs) that will be (laughs) we'll continue this little dialogue between the three Cuomo's in another segment but basically I see him as an entitled privileged person who has not had to work for anything everything has been handed to him I don't think he's had to test his intelligence because of that I don't think he's had to ever problem solve like on the real because it's all been like through favors and through like opportunities and doors just being open that's what happens when you're in that type of class and in that type of world and that's who that's the life that he's lived and that's who he serves as a governor and New York City is made up of so many working class people that make the city the gem that it is that bring the tourism in so without us like, yes, rich people help the city, too, and there needs to be a balance, but it can't be just y'all without us. It does not work. It does not work that way. So I haven't even... De- the cuts to Medicaid, this man has made so many cuts, so many bad decisions that are not... Like, New York, I mean, everything. The housing crisis, it is a crisis. Like, there's really not too much positive that if you ask real working New Yorkers that you could say that this administration has done to improve their lives. And if so, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear how you're like, well, I've been doing this and that. And if that's true, good for you. What we're talking about on the whole, and we've definitely seen declines, not rises, while he has been governor. So why on earth should he be given the reins to take over from the current president. It's absolutely ridiculous, but this is not just internet chatter, y'all. Newsweek.com, which is a corporate media conglomerate owned by, I'm sure, one of the three people that own everything, actually today at 224 had the nerve to put out an article with the clickbait that says Andrew Cuomo overtakes Bernie Sanders in odds to be Democratic candidate amid New York governor's pandemic response. Like, what in the what? Like, now you all are just writing your own, like, history and stuff. Like, where... I mean, the whole, and the article is just ridiculous. It's like, well, we know that he is in the middle of running a pandemic in New York, but he'd be better than Bernie, right? And that's basically what it says. It's like, what? Like, wow, you guys, when they say throw everything but the kitchen sink, this is what they meant by this. It's absolutely preposterous, preposterous that this man 
that you're gonna bring him out of this like as whack as he is he has to finish what he's doing here he better figure it out to pull him from this mess and be like here you can deal with the bigger mess of 50 states just because you used charts and you said civil things and you quoted your daddy who was the governor and oh and you said that we should be kind and you said you don't want my grandmother to die that's why you should be president like seriously we shouldn't look at your record we shouldn't look at it that's crazy that's crazy and if they start to even and this is why i was like oh maybe this is just you know newsweek i don't know they're getting punished for something (laughs) and some establishment wing is like put this story out here but i just thought maybe it was isolated maybe they just are so pro-establishment they had to do something but then i saw establishment crony nira tandon who is all about hillary clinton she's all over cnn spouting that establishment bs and she just tweeted something about cuomo being oh yeah she said stop watching Trump's um, uh, Corona uh, um, briefing start watching Cuomo because he's more presidential, something of that nature. And I was like, oh, if she is trying to spout that now, then this is a way that they think that they can go. They think they can go this way to drop Joe Biden completely because this latest like rape thing is not gonna go away (laughs) and so they're like okay plan b is cuomo like what i'm like please (laughs) y'all y'all can't be i think how i even found this tweet was someone wrote in their tweet like can americans be this dumb (laughs) and then wrote uh copied the link to that newsweek article and unfortunately yes many of them If I don't want to say the word dumb. Yeah, a lot of them are dumb. But a lot of them, like I said, are trying, especially in these times, want to turn their brains off and just find someone who'll be nice to them, make them feel warm and fuzzy inside and tell them what to do. Tell them everything's going to be okay. That's what they want. They want like that leader in these times, like that FDR. I can just imagine that they turned on the radio and they were like, oh, our president, he's on, oh, let's sit by the fire and listen to FDR. Tell us, it's going to be okay, mama. It's going to be okay. That is the feeling that these people want. And Cuomo's giving you those fuzzy feelings because he's been coached to say certain words that trigger. They, They know and they get their research, but let me tell you all, this man doesn't care. Okay, he does not cur. Actually, I'm just (laughs) as much. I really want you all to hear just how much he doesn't care. I'm going to play a little snippet of a um, piece that I believe it was the DSA put it together. And yeah, it was the New York DSA and their tweet a couple days ago, said Governor Andrew Cuomo helps landlords, not renters. He lets coronavirus spread through prisons and ICE concentration camps. He tries to cut Medicaid in a public health crisis, just as I just reported to you. Which community does NYC Governor Cuomo really serve? Oh, snap. So yeah, this is less than a minute, but you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like this, please, people. Like, let's, even in the midst of a crisis, we've got to keep our heads together and not just go for what's being said with anybody. They've got to talk the talk and walk the walk. Look at their record. Just start to, and it's honestly hard. It's not hard. You just have to dig deep, especially with these establishment people, because most of these pieces are put up to praise them and make them seem like they are just that they are inhuman, meaning that they have some perfection, which nobody does. It took me a while to find 
some, and these weren't from mainstream media outlets. They weren't from the Wall Street Journal and wherever, because he's in bed with all of those people. Not literally, but I'm saying that, oh, maybe that, I don't know. But I'm saying that he is highly connected in that world, in the world of media. So they're going to prop him up. His brother, how can, it's just so weird And in other countries, Sweden in particular, that that would be something that the government would stop, like that couldn't even happen, where you had a high government official who had a family member that was in an influential position, like having a nationally ranked talk show even if it's not at the top, he still has a lot of exposure, this Chris Cuomo. And for him to be connected to this governor, for him to have him on his show, like, hey, bro, hey, bro, let's talk about, like, the coronavirus and make me out to, like, yeah, like, it was ridiculous. Like, what, what are we watching here? Anyway, so, as I said, I had to dig deep and had to look to independent outlets who aren't beholden to these uh to the donor class so they'll they will tell you how it really is so just take a listen to this presidential Cuomo we all talk about being a community we're a community what does a community mean we're interconnected we're interdependent I rely on you you rely on me that's community That's us at our best, the community of New York. Uh, I need to be able to rely on you. And that means you have to be smart and responsible in your actions. And you have to be able to rely on me. And that means I have to be smart and responsible in my actions. Uh, And that's the social contract between us. I have a right to expect that from you, especially in dire circumstances. And we're not there. And we should be there. So this is an interesting video because there's just a couple seconds left. But as he's saying this, they are showing tweets and screenshots of headlines of the exact opposite of what he's saying. So that is just to prove that is just lip service. As I was saying before, he's just talking because he's been trained about what words to say, what phrases are going to make you pay attention. And he's not going to focus on the fact, like I paused it here where it says it was a tweet from someone to Andrew Cuomo saying, Mr. Cuomo, we need help in the homeless shelters in NYC. We're going on four weeks and nobody helping us. Not NYC mayor, not NYC DHS. This is what it sounds like in the homeless shelter. And he, this person put a, the emoji of like someone screaming And for someone to feel like they had to take to Twitter to try and get some type of help. It's just, it's beyond sad. I don't even know the word to say. In this whole pandemic, homeless and mental health and all of that, that isn't even something that has been talked about. And I understand, I mean... It's like the, the, there's just so much. The the cuts to Medicaid and cuts to hospitals, don't we think that that could have gone to this PPE? I didn't even know what PPE meant, but personal protective equipment, that that could have gone to the nurses that are using trash bags at Mount Sinai, where one nurse or nurse practitioner has reportedly or already passed away because of not being able to protect themselves. These are people in the front lines. It's like a war. And New York should be prepared. New York should have those funds allocated in, especially being a, a, a state that is... High, highly densely populated you've got new york city which is the equivalent to some countries the largest city in the uh is it in the no not in the world 
It's it's pretty big. There's millions of people here. And public transportation is the main, you know, sort of thing. Like this should have been something that we have allocated. We don't have emergency funds that we can go into. Like there has to be something. There has to be something with the millions and millions and billions that is just generated in New York City alone. It is the corruption and it is the greed that has either found ways to make cuts with those things or just pocketing the money. I mean, where, where, where the money, where, where is it at? Where it should be reflected in the fat, the, the type of the strength of our response to this sort of thing. And it's been weak. And I don't think that someone who has to rely on a pop star who is not even from here. Like, I love Rihanna. Love me some Savage Fenty. But we shouldn't have to be looking... Rihanna is from Barbados. The people of her country probably need her help way more than we should. Like, we should be able to cover this. And instead of pointing blame, like how Trump is pointing blame, well, the administration before us didn't prepare, which probably is true, but I'm saying... He also made cuts to the CDC and is trying to make cuts to Medicare and Social Security and all these things that we need to be prepared for something like this. I mean, come on. (laughs) Come on, people. So, yeah, I just really had to go there about squashing. It was my responsibility to squash that whole Andrew Cuomo for president type thing to replace Bernie Sanders. Like that is just, you are digging so deep (laughs) establishment. Like I get it. You don't want to give up the way things have gone, but look at what this is. Like you want this too, but I have read on many outlets that this type of, this type of pandemic works for the 1%. It works for Wall Street. Like, yes, you saw the the markets tanking and they were like, oh, all this stuff. But just the other day, there was some like record. I think the Dow was, if I'm not mistaken, was the largest spike in the history of the Dow, basically. So things are doing great for these people. And I've seen dozens of, not dozens, but many headlines and articles talking about how uh, through pandemics, through times like this, that a lot of companies, a lot of investors, obviously these multi-million dollar corporations that are publicly traded from uh, the hospitality, the airline industry, the cruise industry, they're all getting millions upon millions and billions and trillions So, yeah, they're making out in this whole thing. And then who is not able to get hand sanitizer (laughs) at their grocery? I mean, it's not funny. I'm just laughing because maybe that's my reaction to things sometimes. Sorry. Okay. But that's just my thing. House of Knackle. But seriously, people. Like this, this is where it's at. This man, Trump, made a, or the 40, 45th president, made a two week, like, yeah, we're gonna get in and out of this in two weeks. And it's probably day, what, 10 or 11 or 12 of his 15 days. And I seriously see people still, it was just so misleading to these people who are your constituents, they're your fans, this. Uh, Pentecostal wave that props you up because they literally believed you when you said two weeks and are counting down two weeks and are not didn't make plans and didn't try to get provisions enough for themselves because oh I'll be over in two weeks that's like what you're doing didn't some couple like kill themselves trying <laughs> trying to take something that they thought you were saying like you're like you have to be more responsible 45 and what you say and what you don't say and how you say it because some of these people are so unfortunately so influenced by you and they've totally bought it hook line and sinker 
And that's sad because (sighs) just in the same vein that I was talking about Cuomo and how he's giving lip service, it's the same thing with Trump. He's just saying what he knows that you want to hear so that'll keep you happy and to keep you voting for him and to keep you... When you get polled, say that, oh, I love the job he's doing, so he's getting the best ratings he's ever received. He's also riding high with this Rona virus, even though I see a lot of people upset at this. But they're not. They want the status quo to stay the way that it is. Even people who aren't even in the donor class, they have been so... Uh, desensitized and almost brainwashed into thinking that they deserve to be that way because they weren't born into the Drum family and they weren't born into a Rockefeller type situation. So, oh, it's just the way it is. They're up there and I'm down here, which is not true. That doesn't mean that you have to go without like certain basic rights that are inalienable, meaning that they should come with birth, which other countries seem to enjoy and they're doing well. I'm actually watching silently here a clip of a medical brigade coming from Cuba to go to Italy to go and help them because Italy is cray cray and Cuba always sends their highly educated and trained doctors all over to the world's pandemics and issues because they seem to have it going on in that aspect. And that's not horrible to say. It's not horrible to say because of Castro and when we're back. Like, I, this is not, I'm just uh, making a little light of the fact that Bernie Sanders was criticized for making a comment like 25 years ago about how Cuba had a high literacy rate. And they're like, oh, you're coming, Bernie. Castro was evil, and how dare you say, oh, And it's like, look, someone can be a horrible dictator. I mean, it's just like how people revere German engineering. Like, where do you think that term even came from? Like, obviously, no one is sitting here trying to prop up some maniacal evil person like Adolf Hitler. But they did, that SS stuff was, you know, they were pretty tight in how they made things and whatever. And, I mean, to this day, there's still so many things where I'll be like, oh, where does that come from? And it's like the origin is from the Nazi era. And, I mean, what what can you say about that? There is going to be that. I mean, if you look at every country, every, like, big billion-dollar corporation, you're going to see lots of, like, great things happening, hopefully. But you're going to see a lot of, like, bad, shady stuff. Probably stuff that is Ill- most likely is illegal. And what, it's like, that is just unfortunate part of our existence in this world but it's not wrong to point it out because they're actually doing something good here okay okay Ooh, Lord, Lord.